if we if we see what the goalkeeper does in a game, we I'm, I mean you already know uh, Alex and Marcus uh, seventy five of uh, the actions that the goalkeeper seventy five percent of actions that the goalkeeper does in a game it are offensive actions are actions that are has to take decisions on where how on when to to deliver the ball. Hello guys and welcome to a new episode of the Gloves On podcast. We're your host Alexander Brams and alongside me is Marcus Sundin as always. And today we are joined by goalkeeper coach George Bernano. Welcome, coach George. Nice to meet you, Alex. Nice to meet you, uh, Marcus. I'm really happy to be here with uh, with you. And uh, I'm really uh, looking forward to, to enjoy this, this discussion. Yes, we will have a great episode here, I'm sure. So... George, you are the head of goalkeeping of FC Victoria Köln and UEFA GKA holder from the FA. So can you tell us a little bit about your goalkeeper coaching career and what brought you to FC Victoria Köln? Yes, uh, my journey started uh, in Greece, uh, my country, and I worked there several years as uh, head of goalkeeper in three different uh, teams before I decided and I I tried to reach the goal uh, working uh, outside, working abroad, uh, and specifically in uh, England, because that was my goal to, to be there and uh, follow the FA education system and uh, holding the uh, goalkeeper licenses. And that helped me a lot. But uh, I realized that working in different countries with different uh, philosophies and goalkeepers uh, opened the 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 ideas open your mind and uh, yeah you have a, a, a arsenal of uh, of uh, knowledge and uh, uh, experiences and that why that that why I came in uh, in Germany and uh, uh, I firmly believe that is a country that uh, have a, a big tradition in uh, in goalkeeping and that was uh, uh, clear in my mind that uh, working in Germany and take, taking this uh, experience and education I will be a better course that was uh, I decided to to follow this this path and uh, I found myself at uh, FC Victoria Con, uh, a club that uh, really tries to to grow and uh, and uh, reach uh, their goal that is the, to be at the highest uh, professional level and I'm really happy to be part of of this uh, this uh, this club. Yeah, interesting journey thus far and and today's topic we're going to talk about. Uh, goalkeeper football integration so you've just created a book that uh, that you can tell us way more about so, so yeah tell us about the book that you just wrote first of all i'm really happy to have this book in my in my hands yeah writing writing i mean writing the book and uh, putting your ideas in uh, on paper it's it's something that uh, takes time and uh, a lot of corrections because you see the result sometimes uh, you are not um, uh really really happy with with what you see and you correct all, all the times things like every every time we do with the coach our coaching styles uh the whole idea came from uh, the education that uh, i i had not only in england but in this also and uh, all the the new idea how the goalkeeper uh, has to be integrated in the team training and how how benefit he is from from this uh, 
structure of, of training. And that is why I try to, to see the game. I try to, to see the actions that uh, a goalkeeper does during the game and uh, split it in, uh, in uh, offensive and defensive actions and uh, trying to, to give the idea how a goalkeeper can be integrated in the, in the team training from the beginning of the session. And that was the reason because many coaches, many head coaches that didn't have the privilege to, to have a goalkeeper coach in their team, or they didn't have, uh, uh, they, they, they uh, wanted something more and more realistic from their uh, goalkeeper training. They contact me and they always ask uh, about ideas, about the drills, about uh, uh, how a goalkeeper can, uh, can improve himself. Uh, I firmly believe that uh, a goalkeeper can be uh, improved and uh, see the realism of the game during the team training and during uh, involved in the training and involved in the in the in the tactics of, of the team and that is why I, I came out with this idea how a goalkeeper can be integrated in team training with several uh, practices with a lot of uh, different uh, ideas and uh, a lot of videos that can someone uh, take and uh, improve himself. Yeah, really, really interesting. And is there anything that you want to talk more about uh, within this book, like a topic you really, you really care for? That is, uh, that you really feel that this is why you should Absolutely. get this book. Uh, if we if we see what a goalkeeper does in a game, we, I'm, I mean, you already know, uh, Alex and Marcus, seventy uh, five of uh, the actions that the goalkeeper, seventy five percent. Uh, of actions that the goalkeeper does in a game it are offensive actions, are actions that are, has to take decisions on where, how, on when to, to deliver the ball uh, in order to uh, break a line of pressure, in order to, to uh, improve the, the team position of the, of, the, of the ball and uh, all the other things. But uh, if we see how we train, I mean, without um, uh, the teammates in the, in the training, without the, the decision to play in uh, in feet or to play in, in space in the space and uh, we we try to to uh, do this realism with the goalkeeper coach and three four goalkeepers more in the training i mean we cannot have the the 100 realism of the game because when we talk about realism in the training it's a scale it's a scale about if we if we say that the 100 is the game then in the training we try to to recreate situations that we are close to this 100%. But I mean, it's difficult to to recreate these situations with uh, some uh, uh, goalkeepers and uh, some dummies and some uh, small goals, you know. And uh, if we try to do this with uh, our uh, teammates and uh, create situations that are uh, out of the game, like uh, uh, pressure from the attackers or from the wingers, and then decision to change the direction of the game or to to take the first contact in uh, in the space or to stay on the ball are decisions that uh, uh, they will be well trained only if uh, the teammates of uh, of the of the team they will be involved in this training of the goalkeeper again really really interesting topic and we love to to be to be a um um modern goalkeeper if you can say that where you play a lot with your feet where you you really i love it myself where i'm really in the game and and play a lot and always a part of it either if it's communication or being an option in the 
<coughs> in the line behind. So, so what are some? It's hard to ask about drills because this is a podcast, so it's hard to, to no, explain. Let's, but, uh, yeah. Let, yeah, let's ask. Let's uh, try to 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 do it in this way. I will ask you because you are a goalkeeper and you 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 find yourself with so many trainings and uh, you find uh, yourself uh, during the games. You train uh, with me, for example, and you train a back pass from me, a goalkeeper coach, to you, and then you have an acoustic or vision cue that maybe uh, it's the signal that you have to take a decision to change the game or to play at the same time. A typical exercise that everyone does because you have to recreate the game. And to recreate the game means when you the ball is coming to you and you are ready to take a, a first touch or to play at the same time, you have to take a decision, right? And this decision that you have to take, we try as goalkeeper coaches to recreate it with acoustic or vision cues, some colors or another goalkeeper that has to take uh, off his hands and uh, give you the signal that you have to change the game or to play at the same side or with target goals, small goals or whatever. And this is very realistic. And we, we uh, always do these things because we have to train also the decision-making during, during the action. What if the same action uh, it's happening during the game and you have a, an attacker coming to press to you full speed and you have to limit it, the decision time and you have to do the execution, the same execution during the, the pressure of, of the opponent, the pressure of uh, your teammate, where and how to, to support you. It's, it's the same action, it's the same uh, stress during the action. How do you feel during this training action and how do you feel during this uh, game action? Yeah, and, and when we talk about this uh, integration within like the goalkeepers integrating in the team training, I think it's very different from different parts of the world. For example, me being in, in America right now training, uh, playing at the college level. Um, sometimes, let's say there is a position drill uh, the team where they are divided into two teams and they're just doing the position game. Uh, sometimes our coaches would just say to the goalkeepers, go to the side and, and be prepared in 20 minutes because then we're going to go to goal. Where in Denmark, before I moved, we really, we participated in the position drills and I really enjoyed that because I think it was a a great part of the game from, from my perspective as well. And I improved a lot on the technical aspect of the game. And I think that's so, so important, especially with how we see uh, the game developing as well. The goalkeepers need to be technical, good. They need to be good with the distribution. So, I mean, probably you can talk more about that, but in the professional game, I would assume goalkeepers sometimes also participate in the in the position drills. I've heard that Edison, for example, with Pep Guardiola, he said it with Neuer as well. Both Edison and Neuer was some of the best in the position drills, uh, which is that's that's impressive. But I just see a lot of a lot of teams where they say to the goalkeepers, go to the side and and then we're gonna use you when we go to net in, in 20 minutes time. Perfect point, Marcus. I really, I really love what you already said because uh, this is what makes me sad, you know, the goalkeeper to be iso isolated because they, the head coaches, they don't know exactly how to use them at the same time with the players. And this is something that uh, 
uh, this book and not only this book, our, our philosophy and our ideas of, of the modern game and the modern uh, goalkeeping training, it's all about this. Uh, how to train at the same time the players, and but at the same time uh, the goalkeepers to be there, not only to be there because the players have to do finishings or the players have to, to do a possession game, but at the same time how they, they will be benefit for their game. And this is an easy, an easy way only if you see the game through our eyes, through the, the eyes of, of, the, of a goalkeeper, what, what he needs uh, during uh, the same training. Let's take the example that you already said uh, about a, a, a passing drill, okay? A passing drill that you have to do a pass to a movement and change the direction because uh, they, all the teams and uh, many coaches, they use these this, uh, possession drills about uh, warm-up or before a uh, five-versus-five uh, game, for example. Uh, how at the same time and uh, the goalkeeper will be benefit uh, if uh, he will pass this bet how many touches will do and what kind of touches uh, there will be the touches that uh, use uh, in the goal because we don't have to forget that uh, our game it's 180 our vision has to be 180 because we have to cover the goal uh, a football player has to have a periphery vision of 360 because he has to turn the ch to change the game to re uh, receive a ball from one side and go maybe and, uh, at 360 from the other side. But I'm, I, I really believe that if we create the session and we, we want to, the goalkeepers to be uh, participating at the same session, we will find the way to be there and be developed there rather than, than to be alone uh, at the corner with uh, five uh, balls and try to catch some balls there uh, isolated of, of, uh, of the team, from the team. On the other side is a psychological thing also because uh, it's you are part of the team as a goalkeeper and you have to be there with them because in the game you, you will be on the pitch and you will have the same goal with the other players. We cannot uh, train alone and then uh, be there because we have to to to, to help uh, some uh, uh, some players to have finishing or to help some players to do crosses or uh, to be there uh, only to 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 help them. You know. And that's why I really, I really believe what you said, and I, I'm really happy to have uh, uh, the same idea like uh, like you. And when you when you brought up the the mental aspect of it as well, I I highly agree because I think that is very important for us as goalkeepers, as this position on the pitch that we have, uh, to really feel integrated in the in the team, uh, because sometimes of course we talk about goalkeepers. Uh, it's a lonely possession. Uh, it is. When we can feel as much as a team as possible, I think that's very important that we really take advantage of these situations. Um, but with that being said, I really think it's it's a fine line because it's also, for me personally, important to have specific goalkeeper sessions because then we can go down to details with the, with the different kind of movements and, and stuff like that. But again going on to integrating in the team training is is so important as well for goalkeepers so i mean it's it's so important and i think it's something that more goalkeeper coaches should look into and not just only serve volleys we'd had a former guest also talking about that he sees volleys as something being pointless because you just serve the volley straight to the hand. and how often do you see that in in a, in a real life game, right? So, I mean, it's about movements and it's about really being game realistic. So 
I couldn't agree more with it's so important for us as goalkeepers to be integrated in the team trainings and feel like a part of the team as well. It's necessary. I really agree with uh, you, Marcus. It's uh, really necessary to have time with your goalkeeper coach to do uh, the details that you said in technical things, some uh, things. Uh, let's take the example that you have uh, to to uh, develop a little bit your one versus one technique in the in the block. You know, you you have to go there to see the details to to break down the technique and uh, do a lot of repetitions of uh, a kind of isolated training because you you have to see exactly how it looks and how it works for you. It's it's a, a technique that is the same for everyone, but uh, it's. Um, delivered uh, differently from uh, from everyone and go down and do physical work i mean uh, different actions that a, a football player uh, has to do because you have to do different steps you have to to strengthen different uh, muscles but uh, that doesn't mean that it has to be only there that doesn't mean that you have to to improve yourself only with your goalkeeper with, uh, with your goalkeeper coach and the goalkeeper team and uh, during the game you have to communicate with your defenders and if it uh, that uh, doesn't uh, train during the week and during the uh, the the process. It would be something uh, uh, strange to you during during the game, and this is uh, something that uh, uh, it's really uh, start starting to happening, but uh, not at the at this level that uh, everywhere would be the same. But uh, I I think we live from all this. Uh, things like today, the podcast that we do, the discussions that we do, the Congress, all the all the new goalkeeper coaches, they are coming with new ideas. Uh, they help the game and especially the goalkeeper game in order to to develop and uh, be uh, evolutionary in the in the future. Yeah, exactly. And we try to we try with this podcast, and I've listened to many podcasts before and seen YouTube and your YouTube as well, just to get inspiration and to help the future generation and so on to to become better, to make the goalkeeper position even better. And a podcast that we're, we've just we have released that we're talking about how social media impacts both good and bad. So touching upon this, we, we want to talk a little about mental strength. How do you, in your sessions or... Yeah, in your sessions and in the in the training, how do you make sure <clears throat> that your goalkeepers are mentally strong or, as you say in German, Namensstärke? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's um, touch a little bit the first point that you said about social media and how uh, that uh, works good or bad. I really want to say that <clears throat> we have to be selective as uh, what, uh, when you watch something, on, when uh, it's something that's out there, because uh, uh, there are always things that you can take and improve and there are always things that maybe doesn't work for you you know but uh, being so uh, open all this goalkeeper training uh, uh, through the social media i definitely find it positive because uh, you can take ideas you can see different parts of the world how they train and this is awesome, you know, uh, you, you, you can wake up, wake up in the morning and see a training from Brazil and uh, uh, living in uh, Germany, for example, and see how the goalkeepers are uh, training there and uh, why. And maybe get in touch with the coach and uh, change ideas because the secret is there, changing ideas and uh, improving every single day. This is a daily process. But uh, going back to mental strength, it's a, it's a huge topic, yes. Uh, we can uh, definitely do an, uh, another uh, podcast if you want to discuss only about this, but uh, we can uh, 
uh, do uh, say a little bit some details like uh, 75 of uh, and maybe more I think 81 of the minutes of the game the goalkeeper are not involved in, in the game doesn't have any action in the game and uh, that was the beginning of uh, starting searching and see how you can uh, be sure uh, what is going through his mind at this at this uh, time of the game what is going on uh, uh, if uh, the last action that he had uh, was a mistake and uh, what is what is really going up and uh, how we we make sure that he will be ready to perform the next action at the, his 100% potential. And that is something that only you can guess, only you can uh, uh, have the, the hope that uh, everything works, works right at, at this moment. But how we train this, how we train uh, uh, what is going in, in your mind, how we train to be uh, mentally uh, strength, uh, strong enough in order to participate at these uh, difficult uh, moments. And uh, I really started searching in uh, other sports and uh, most of the sports were uh, uh, was individual sports because there you can see techniques and uh, uh, mental trainings that uh, are uh, well-developed and uh, they do this uh, several years and they have uh, results and results that are, can be measured and not only opinions. And that is why I discuss a lot with uh, coaches from, uh, for example, uh, uh, individual uh, uh, sports, and I took their opinions and their expertise. And uh, most of them, they told me that uh, you have to do imagery training. And imagery training is a training that you have to visualize a situation and uh, to train on this situation, to learn how to do this technique, and uh, in order to take the outcome and take the, the results that you want to, to, to achieve. And uh, that was a process that uh, when we start to creating the sessions and creating learning the imagery technique and uh, putting the, the goalkeepers, that was in the time during the coronavirus that we were uh, stopped from our trainings and stopped for our activities. And it was a perfect uh, timing to do an imagery training just to have the feeling of uh, goalkeeper specific training actually being home. Yeah. And uh, that was uh, the 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 whole idea that was the the whole uh, uh, project that we started and uh, the uh, amazing thing that was uh, coming uh, coming back from uh, this isolation after the uh, 21 days without uh, training and doing imagery uh, but imagery uh, like like a training with with a program with a protocol that you have to do it uh, in a several time and several times during during the day and uh, the feedback that we took from our goalkeepers uh, was that uh, they have the feeling after 21 days not catching a ball that the last training that they did was yesterday. And that was something that was very positive and something that we can uh, put it in our uh, process and in our training process during the day. Doing imagery before the training. Sometimes you can do it also during the training and during the game because you are uh, inactive and uh, after the training and uh, working in some weaknesses that you, you can have uh, you could have or some points that you want uh, you are uh, you want to improve in order to have uh, more repetition to have uh, uh, more uh, uh, bond with with this technique and uh, take some uh, some results from from that also yeah interesting point of view of this uh, mental strength and and I want to go back to when you talked about the, the 81 minutes where we weren't in action. And that's where 
where I've been working a lot with myself on how to to stay focused and not to lose focus and all the this because you can easily lose focus and look at somewhere else or think of something else and that's actually we've also had a almost a full podcast about it where we talked about having focus for 90 minutes and saying that you can't have focus for 90 minutes but you can refocus and and we also had another podcast where we talked about mental reset how to to come back or how to stay in your focus of all this so it's uh it's really important and i don't think it's getting emphasized enough out there uh both in the in the pro levels but especially in the in the youth levels where mental strength is is not emphasized enough 100% I agree with you, Alex, because <clears throat> as I said, uh, it's difficult to know exactly what is happening in the people's mind, especially as from our, my perspective as a coach, st- I'm staying uh, in the bench and I'm looking at the goalkeeper inactive and I'm not sure that what, what is happening. Is he ready for the next action? Uh, is he in a fearless moment because uh, of the crowd or uh, the weather or whatever, you know? But uh, all this fear and all this emotion and the uh, losing of focus uh, is coming because you are not prepared from what you see. You you are not uh, you see something from from the first time, for example, or you have a f- fear for something that maybe doesn't work for you in the past. And that is not only some uh, an opinion that I see now. This is discussions that I had with goalkeepers and uh, uh, questionnaires that the goalkeepers uh, fill out, and uh, I see this. Uh, from uh, their their perspective, you know, and uh, this is why if you train your uh, your mind <clears throat> through situations that uh, you will face and through situations that uh, you you have fear of, uh, then you will be uh, more ready to to react uh, uh, positively the next time that you will see that. And this is something that we try to recreate with imagery. And uh, this is an individual moment, you know. This is something that. Uh, Every goalkeeper has a different uh, part that maybe has fear or maybe uh, wants to improve, and this is something that you can you can train it, you can learn how to do it, and uh, do it in your own time in order to have some some positive results. Yeah, George, I think it's it's great that you highlight this because um, for listeners out there, they know that Alexander and I on this podcast really enjoy highlighting the mental aspect of being a goalkeeper because we know it's such a big part of the position so talking about this imaginary training and how to really focus on it I think it's important to get it out there and really for the for the goalkeepers and the goalkeeper coaches to know about this because I think that's something that isn't really thought of at the moment but at the same time we also see a lot more psychologist and we see a lot more focused on the mental aspect of the game so I think again it's it's so important to highlight especially in our position um, of the game with that being said uh, George um, we always ask our guests on this podcast due to our name gloves on podcast about favorite gloves and why so can you tell us a little bit about at the moment what's your favorite gloves and, and why yeah, I mean, uh, I'm the last four years, I have the support of uh, Football Ma- Masters, uh, a brand from uh, Poland that uh, they do uh, specific gloves from uh, goalkeeper coaches. And that was the reason that I uh, first tried the, the glove uh, with my friend Christoph from uh, Poland. He sent me a pair of gloves 
uh, with a hole for uh, my watch that really helped me during the training and especially uh, warming up the goalkeepers during the game and knowing exactly when to go out and uh, uh, how much time you have to to go from the dressing uh, uh, room uh, until the the area that you train you warm up the goalkeepers and that is why from uh, there I'm uh, using uh, the gloves and I'm uh, uh, really really happy with the material and also the support that uh, they give me. Nice. So, so what, what was the name of the brand? The name of the brand is Football Masters. All right, and they have specifically a goalkeeper coach glove where yeah. you, yeah, mm-hmm. I've heard that about those. You have those. a hole for for a goal from your watch uh, in your in your left hand, and uh, this is uh, yeah a small detail, but really really helpful, especially during the training when you do some exercises that you want to to have specific time in order yeah. some strength exercises that is 30, 30, for example, for the, to change the goalkeepers or the repetitions or to, to be sure how much time you are in the training, uh, you will save your watch some, uh, some time more because uh, before that I was trying to, to put it up and uh, put it down again and uh, this is something that uh, maybe you, you can damage it. Yeah, uh, smart definitely for a goalkeeper coach to to be able to have your watch on. Uh, I've had a goalkeeper coach; he always like put it around the wrist wrap, and it just he said it was yeah. so inconvenient. Uh, what about gloves when you were playing? Uh, what were what was your favorite gloves then? Sorry for the noise, but uh, we are in an area that the airport is uh, is closed. I mean. Uh, uh, of uh, what I've seen also as a goalkeeper you have to to, to change a lot of brands to do before you, you definitely say that this is my model this is my glove and th- that works for me and some of them are uh, superstitious also that maybe does and this is also mental part that we can talk about you know some when you change gloves because something doesn't work and you think that if you change your gloves they will be uh, you will have a, a great performance the next time this is something that we have to put our focus that if we change something maybe we will have more luck on things like that but uh, i mean you have to be open on this you have to 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 try a lot in order to see what it works and why it works for you you know and then uh, decide that uh, this is my glove and this is uh, how to to move on from now but on on uh, these days there are a lot of uh, sponsoring thing and uh, you have to wear gloves because you have a sponsor that uh, maybe gives you a, a big amount of uh, of gloves to do your work you know so it's a win-win situation sometimes yeah interesting with the with the psychological part of it so that's uh it sounds like we're gonna have a another episode with you one day so <laughs> you guys you can look forward to that in season three and now we just want to say george thank you so much for joining us today it was my pleasure i really enjoyed the time with you alex and marcus and uh, i'm really sure that uh, i've learned a lot talking with you we we have definitely learned a lot too and we hope that our listeners will learn a lot and also what was the name of your book and where can you buy it? Perfect. The name of the book is Football Goalkeeper Integration. It's uh, available in every Amazon uh, during uh, in the world. Yes, you can uh, buy it from the Amazon that uh, works from your country and uh, it will be delivered uh, in, a, in a very good amount of time. Sounds good. So, yeah, 
once again, thank you very much. And guys, make sure to go follow George Bernano on his uh, Instagram, follow his YouTube, whatever. He is everywhere. And make sure to follow Marcus, which is Goalkeeper Day and myself, Danish Goalkeeping. And of course, Gloves On Podcast. And I'm sure we'll catch you on the next episode.